great reading out of the 12 by 12. It's uh, on page 37, the second paragraph, the first paragraph on page 37. And it's talking about the um, coming into having a relationship with a higher power and turning your will and your life over to that higher power. And it starts out as, should his own image in the mirror be too awful to contemplate? And it usually is. He might first take a look at the results normal people are getting from self-sufficiency. Everywhere he sees people filled with anger and fear, society breaking up into warring fragments. Each fragment says to the others, we're right and you're wrong. Every such pressure group, if it is strong enough, self-righteously imposes its will upon the rest. And everywhere the same thing is being done on an individual basis. The sum of all this mighty effort is less peace and less brotherhood than before. The philosophy of self-sufficiency is, self is not paying off. Plainly enough, it is a bone-crushing juggernaut whose final achievement is ruined. Therefore, we who are alcoholics can consider ourselves fortunate indeed. Each of us has had our own near-fatal encounter with the juggernaut of self-will and has suffered enough under its weight to be willing to look for something better. So it is by circumstance, rather than by any virtue, that we have been driven to AA, have admitted defeat, have acquired the rudiments of faith, and now want to make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to a higher power. All right, there's our reading. Um, I really like that reading. I, I really like the word, uh, the being crushed by the self-imposed uh, juggernaut of self-will. And I hope you can find something out of that. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Mike. You uh, have Paul Alcoholic. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I think Kurt uh, from Redondo pointed out the self-imposed doesn't mean uh, you're imposed. Yeah, crushing. It was something other than us that has crushed us. Just please, just entertain that possibility. However way you can image it. Yeah, because uh, I, I'm serious. My... You know, certain turning points uh, you remember after you've taken them. If you don't take them, you forget them pretty quickly. <laughs> but one of the turning points in recovery for me was seeing that statement on page 64 and having the idea of being convinced, which obviously comes from, like he says, circumstantial evidence, really, not out of virtue. We were convinced uh, that self manifested in various ways is what had defeated us and has defeated us and will defeat us, really. You could have put it into every aspect of time. Yeah. And it was very clear to me uh, that self was a foreign thing, some an add-on, uh, let's say, a, you know, a mutating strain, whatever, an extreme uh, version of self-centeredness. However it was uh, described, the feeling was it was other than me, and that was the key. Because it, it immediately, as soon as there was a sense of other than me, the possibility of being free from it became available where that possibility had been held in a stranglehold through identification as self. 
the only way I could entertain freedom was as self. Yeah. It was always included, the freedom. And if it wasn't included in the self, it was included in the other aspect of self trying to get out of self. There was no escape. So when I saw it wasn't me, the possibility of being free became available from the bondage of self. And it's just that. It's an activity. You're not... The, it, you're not bound to self, it's the bondage of self. It's a different thing. If you were bound to self, that would be a thing. You could leave that thing. Yeah. So if I'm bound to a chair, the freedom from the chair would be I'd be le released from what was binding me to the chair. In this case, self is not a thing, it's an activity. So we're bonded to an activity, I like to call it selfing, that is the bondage of self. <laughs> we're bound to this activity. In other words, we're believing it. There's a faith in it. There's an interest in it. There's attention to it. And all of that goes into the bondage of self. But there's no self to be bound to. Yeah? It's usually different. Bondage to self or being bound by to self. Bondage of self or being bound to self. It's much different because we're the entertaining of the bondage. Yeah? We are. We're in the act of entertaining we're self, basically. And that's the bondage of self. <laughs> so when I saw it as other... I really, it was immediate, this feeling of being able to, I'll finally, you know, I can actually be free from it because of the fact that I'm not it. Yeah, that was the basis. And then it had a review of my life to from about six on in a flash, and it showed me that I had been trying to be free as self, uh, as self. <laughs> I was trying to be free from self as self. And, uh, Never was a statement uh, illuminated as such as that, the self can't get out of self. It was so obvious exactly why that's true. Not just to take the truth, not to take it in a blind faith, but to really recognize exactly its activity. The bondage of self, one huge aspect of it is self trying to get out of self. <laughs> that's one of the... The bondage to self is the hope that you can be free as self, yeah? The bondage of self is the idea that when you get it, you're going to be there to get it, yeah? That you're the one that's going to enjoy the freedom from the bondage of self <laughs> as a self. <laughs> so finally, you know, they talk about that stubborn delusion of if we could only manage better. So basically, we never come to account because we, as soon as we see the evidence of, of de defeat and, you know, the road has been strewn with the catastrophe of self-will, we, we don't get it by, by having this belief, if I could only do it better, it would work out. <laughs> this is this, the engine of self trying to get out of self. I don't see there's any point it's going to come 
to the realization that's impossible. I think we can come to that realization based on the statement that we're the us, not self. We can come to the realization that self will never get out of self. Yeah? But self won't. Self, I don't think, is possible for it to get that. It just will use another vehicle to try to get out of self. Yeah, it's, it may be spirituality. It may be living a good life and having a family. It may be going back to drugs and alcohol. But it's going to keep trying to get out of self as self. <laughs> it's just a relentless agitation. Yeah? Now, we can see it or we can be looking from it. That's basically the situation. If you're looking from it, you're in that statement, perhaps there's a better way, instead of trusting finite self. If you're looking from it, you're at the effect of trusting finite self. If you're seeing it, you're at the effect of faith in the infinite. Really? Yeah? The, the eyes to see isn't given by self. It's given by the infinite. Self gives us eyes to blind. Yeah? It gives us a, a way of seeing that's blind to what we are, completely blind, yeah? The infinite gives us a seeing that sees what we're not so that we can find out finally what we are, yeah? So whatever stage or point of the process we're in, the diagnosis of the disease is the same, and the principles of the program are the same. Yeah? Whatever stage we're in, more will be revealed. What's revealed in my situation is more about what I'm not. Yeah? <laughs> I don't have any revelation of what I am. I find out what I am all day. I have revelations about what I'm not, which just uh, concretes the being convinced of what I'm not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and therefore, it's the end of self-knowledge, which used to avail me nothing. It's the end of a lot of shit. It's the end of spiritual seeking completely, because I am of spirit. Yeah? And then it becomes, really, what I used to call spiritual seeking is really a mental, emotional, physical maintenance that has to have some level, and it may not be extreme, Maybe take a few breaths during the day, say the serenity prayer, thy will be done, or thy will is done, really. That's the observation. And then you just live the day, yeah? You have a lot of tools in the tool shed, but the great, the great joy is you don't need to use them because new conditions have been stabilized and you have a new attitude and a new outlook that doesn't demand a lot of surveillance, yeah? A lot of extreme maintenance yeah because you're not really recovering you've recovered yeah you've recovered from the hopeless state of mind and body and now uh the maintenance isn't a giant uh rehabilitation or or like a you know a, a complete tear down and build up again no it's just uh it's not asking for much really and if you're in the habit of being sober, that habit of being sober is really the daily maintenance, in a sense. Yeah? So, yeah.
And all of it can be seen from the exact nature of the wrong. You can recognize why the whole program is laid out the way it is because it's based on the exact nature of the wrong. They talk about self so fucking much. Very rarely are they talking about drinking. They're talking about self-will run riot, you know, all this shit constantly because that's the underlying current that in our mistaken drive to get a solution, we drink and use, yeah? So my first solution to alcoholism was alcohol. It was, yeah? It worked temporarily, but the payoff definitely got smaller and smaller and the cost got larger and larger. It was a bad deal from the beginning because <laughs> it was, it had been, uh, it, it had been arranged by self itself. <laughs> so self said, yeah, I'll let you feel a little better. Drink this. And then, all right, it led to getting shooting coke in the neck, you know, <laughs> at the end. So basically, uh, <laughs> the solution had a lot of demands. Yeah. It, had, it became a whole way of life. And I didn't like, there was no fringe benefits. It was all fucking uh, debits. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of relationships with people in uniforms and robes and shit and hospital gowns that I wasn't really looking forward to. <laughs> so, so uh, perhaps there is a better way for sure. So yeah, uh, it's a beautiful reading. I don't care how we get here. It's what happens when we get here. Yeah. Hopefully we're convinced or we're willing to be convinced. Yeah, because if you're a real addict and alcoholic, that's a fact in your life, yeah? You can't address it any other way. If you think it's situational, it's not gonna work out. If you think it's only based on circumstances, it's not gonna work out. It's, if it's, it's only based on getting over trauma, it's not gonna work out. You're a real addict and a real alcoholic, yeah? There's no mental defense. All your understanding isn't going to defend you from that first drink at some point. Yeah? I've seen it. I've seen so many people go out with 20 years or more. And they're the, they're the one who's most surprised, really. They can't fucking believe what happens. They can't. They've been relieved of an obsession, and now it's back. And now it's matched with a craving because they gave it a taste. Yeah? And now they're fucking been moaning to, you know, whatever motivated me to motivated me to leave the program. Exactly that, the disease itself. It was talking to you, and it was implying it was you that was talking to you. So you listened, yeah, and you thought you had a new immunity that you didn't occur, didn't have. It was based on certain conditions. When they weren't there, the old conditions became paramount. Yeah. I much rather learn from others than to learn from you know through myself anymore. I, I do not. So I was just talking to my girlfriend today, who's she doesn't have addiction in the areas I have. I don't think she has. She's pretty balanced, and she was talking about this idea of you know, you know, Paul, you haven't drank or used in thirty something years. Uh, 
But I don't even care. I don't even want to drink. I don't give a shit. I really like abstinence. It's a nice space. Yeah? <laughs> and why would I want to tease the dog while it's asleep? <laughs> Just, you know, I got the run of the house, so to speak, because it's out cold. <laughs> what would happen if I have to, if it wakes up? I don't know. I've seen what it's done in other with other people. I I think I rather bypass that possibility. So I'm a happy camper, uh, walking leisurely on the road to destiny. <laughs> so yeah, I hope. Uh, I truly believe this diagnosis of the root of, of the problem is a sound basis for a, a life of sobriety. I do. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I have great faith in it. I've watched the fruits fall from that tree. Uh, none of them have ever poisoned me. They're will, they're able to be shared with others. It's just a wonderful, uh, clarity. You know, I may be unclear where my keys are or fucking, you know, whatever, tons of things during the day, but I'm crystal clear about the problem, <laughs> the root of the problem. <laughs> I can be unclear about where my wallet is and my money. They'll be shown up. But it's, it's truly essential to be clear about this problem because it was the most dominant influence I've had in my adult life, you know, since I was 12, 13 years old. It was a motherfucker living under, yeah. It really was. I mean, whatever tendency of my upbringing could have flowed in one direction, that was all dammed up and it just went into a, a cesspool of incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization, really. And, uh, man, uh, if our power is given to that, it can do some incredible things with it, yeah. It can produce exquisite suffering out of nothing, really. So I have great respect, not in it. I have great respect of the power that we actually represent. And that power is best to be given over, to be directed by a higher power, my feeling. Yeah. If the idea of selfing directs it, I'm fucked. Yeah. I'm going to end up at those three parking spaces, institution, jails, or death, sooner or later, yeah? And I won't be a happy camper on that journey, yeah? I'll probably be wishing for them when I arrive. It will be that bad. So, yeah, uh, there is, you know, there is a solution, and we can be living a day at a time as if the problem doesn't exist for us anymore. If you truly see that the problem doesn't exist as us, yeah, it's not us. Yeah, so, all right, thanks everyone. All right, thank you, Paul. So, Paul, I had this idea where if, if I'm, if I'm in, if, if it's the, the selfing is the mental activity that's going on and there's that bondage of self, then, you had mentioned before on how that on how that operates, and 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 I think that if if I can if I can uh, suggest on ripping on 
the ideas that it present is, presents itself as, as you as a body in the future and then me as a body in the past is its main objective to keep me in that, keep slathering on that glue of the bondage so that it keeps me in that mental state. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, you just did, but yeah, that would be the, the selfing. So everyone has a feeling of time, yes? Like when you're having a good time, it seems to go fast. If you're, in, if you're doing something that you don't like, it seems like an eternity. So f time is elastic, yes? It's not, a, it's not a rigid, inexorable thing. It's more of a subjective feeling or experience, yes? Yeah. So time can be manufactured and can be bent a little bit. Uh, now, we've, we've been conditioned to believe that it's inexorably moving in a one direction from the past, then driving through a present and going into a future, yes? It very rarely ever deviates from that. That's how we tell our year, the calendar, you know, the calendar doesn't go from January to June and then to March, you know, it's January, February, it's on and on. But in the mental condition, time is used differently, yeah? So, why I, this is the activity of the bondage of self, I call selfing, yeah? So, where, whatever it is, there's a listening to a narrative that's in a language, let's say called English or French or Spanish, yes? Mm -hmm. And that language, when you say a word, it, there's, it, it provokes concepts, concepts, yeah, images, ideas. So shit is made out of these concepts, these words, yeah. Okay. And so the selfing is constantly claiming what's happening, which is rooted in the, in the, the five gates of experience called seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and then there's ruminating over it with thought, yes, and stuff like that. That's basically everyone's basis of experience, yeah? Okay. There's seeing coming out of the eyes, but it's not the eyes that see. The eyes facilitate something called vision, yeah? Like the eye of a dog sees different colors and a different spectrum than we do. So the eye facilitates the seeing, but is not what's seeing. The ear hears, like dogs hear a lot of no sounds we don't hear. The ear is hearing, but it's not the ear that hears, yeah? The ear facilitates the hearing. So what people call that which is hearing, seeing, feeling, tasting, touching, they call it consciousness, yeah? A conscious, something that's alert and awake, consciousness, yeah? Now, it's not of a thing, but it's moving through a thing, it appears, yeah? So, they're seeing, and the seeing seems to be happening through the eyes of what is called Paul. So, the body, yeah? The seeing, which is not of the body, is coming through the eyes, yeah? And as it's coming through the eyes and there's an experience of seeing a thing, the mental state claims that, yeah? It claims the seeing, the consciousness, and says it's I'm the one who's conscious. 
So now the consciousness, which ha you can't picture it because it's not a thing, gets pictured as you as a body. Yeah. So now the seeing is remembered as a seer. You see? So now the seeing has been distorted by the claiming. Yeah. Because now the seeing is, been, is being used to imply the seer, and the seer is pictured as a body. Yes? Yep. So the hearer is pictured as a body, the feeler is pictured as a body, yet the body is not the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, the touching. It's facilitating it, yeah? But it's not the source of it. So now suddenly, the mental state has made a new source, and it's called Paul. So now Paul, which is a mental idea, but is imaged as a body. So Paul now is constantly being remembered. So every time they're seeing, the one seer is remembered. Yes? So all day, I'm going to probably, there'll be a lot of seeing today. Yeah, I have a big yard. I'm seeing tons of shit right now. There's going to be a lot of seeing, yet all the seeing, all the experience of seeing is going to be attributed to the seer that's pictured as a body. Yes? So basically, the selfing is reinforcing its idea all day by claiming the effects of being conscious as, a, as the proof that you are conscious. You as Paul yeah so now Paul suddenly is pictured as the thinker when you know give me a break are you you know do you get a sense all right I'm thinking a thought here it's coming it's coming from Iowa and I'm in California okay here it comes no the thoughts just appear they're claimed and then there's a story that you're the thinker of them yes or you're the thought about yes or no yes Absolutely. that's how so basically, the head is using time, yeah? So when the seeing gets claimed, it says you were a seer before the seeing, yeah? So what it makes up out of the seeing, it says it's before the seeing. So now, you're never, you, you're never witnessing the making of a self. You think you're a self already. Uh -huh. And so then from that fact that's not a fact the only option for many of us was trying to get out of it yeah i was yes. fucking uncomfortable irritable and restless i want to get some fucking relief yeah now if that relief doesn't really work that well but there's no one now no other relief i'm willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now so i'm gonna get high loaded yeah because i'm it's not I, it's, I'm not at rest with this selfing. It's drive, It's fucking driving me crazy. Everything is just orbiting around this idea of Paul, and Paul seems way too little to be so fucking much, you know? Mm -hmm. Some people have a strain of perfection. They think they have to be a perfect Paul. It's like a lot of mental stress is put on this event, yeah, because of the claiming of the event. It's so much easier. See, like when you were a kid, basically, life was happening when you were a little kid. Then it turned into an interpretation. Life is happening to me. That's where the heaviness comes from. It's not that life is so heavy. It's me. Yeah? 
The me is the heaviness. And if we're identified as it, there's no way to seem to extract the heaviness. So we have to try all these fucking crazy ways to feel a little better. Yeah? Even if I'm going to get arrested, I'm still going to get high that afternoon. So the mental state is the dominant condition that we find ourselves in. Some of us, through addiction, we completely disassociated from the body. We didn't feel anything, really. Yeah? When I was having sex with women, it was a mental fantasy, really. The, the physical experience was, was not even important. It was a picturing, you know, an imaging, a mental fantasy. And I felt, and it made more and more, the more I fulfilled my fantasy, the more empty I felt. Yeah? Because the mental condition is like they, they describe it in Tibetan Buddhism as a hungry ghost. It's got a very small mouth and a huge belly. It can never get fucking enough. Yeah? So... The book, Knowing It or Not, describes it perfectly. Being convinced that self, yeah, which is a made-up idea coming from a, 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 an addiction or a faith to selfing, yeah, that self is what has defeated us. He separates us, yeah? There's some activity that's defeating us. Now, that activity may be actually a lot in the larger picture of us, yeah? But we need to see it as foreign to us, yeah, to become free from it. It's just that simple. If you don't, you'll be trying to be free as it, just like you, you'll be following the same program you did when you were in active addiction in recovery. You're trying to get free as self from self. And yet people in AA re saw that. They came up with that clear observation Hey, self can't get out of self. How did they how did they come up with that? They saw it. They saw after they got sober, that's exactly what was happening. It was self trying to get out of self. So how we can't underestimate the drive to get out of self, but let's just give it some wisdom and realize you're not in self. Yes? The assumption that we're starting from is false. We're starting from the fact we're a self. Let's start from the fact with some suspicion that we're something other than self, yeah? Let's say a spiritual condition. And therefore, you finally get the experience of being out of it by realizing you weren't in it. You're not going to get out of it believing you're in it. You're not. You'll get out of it very temporarily, and they'll be strewn with lots of consequences, probably. Yeah? You may seem to get out of self, but you won't get out of jail for fucking two years. Yes? It's not a good deal. So what's happened with me, I finally saw, maybe I'm not in that which I'm trying to get out of all fucking day. Hallelujah. What a novel idea. And it worked. And it's been the basis of, of my sobriety ever since. Yeah. I tried so many ways to get out of self, spirituality, being good, 
you know, tithing, worry to it all day so it, the big foot of God wouldn't step on me. I, I did tell this shit. None of it worked. Yeah? And the only one that I completely went all the way was drug addiction. There's no way there was not one hole in my drug addiction resume. Not one. I went all the fucking way. I was trying, I was trying to kill the body so maybe I'd have a second of freedom from self at the end before I pa passed away. And I was willing to pay that consequence by doing big shots of coke. I felt I could taught my mind to a point it would snap and finally I'd be there free from self and maybe pass away a second later. But at least, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wake up and the cops would be there and the paramedics and the same old, same old shit. Yeah. But I gave it fucking my all. And so, and I'd compare it with any spiritual devotee and everything. I think they're all failed systems. If self is on the path, it's a failed path. <laughs> Completely, in my view. <laughs> self isn't going to get spiritual self isn't going to become a service animal self is going to be your best friend it doesn't work that way it's parasitical it sees you as a meal it sees, sees you as a form of transportation and expression it doesn't see you as a friend <laughs> you offer it a way into this event yeah so it claims the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, and the touching, and it gives you a big story, and you live out that story. Yeah? You live out a life interpreted from self-centeredness. What a fucking... What a robbery that is, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 you're worried about people taking advantage of you. Something has taken a huge advantage of you all day. Right, <laughs> you're calling it you, seriously. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that you will split into a you that wants to get out of the old you. They're both selfing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There is a solution. There is. Just like there's an act of being bound to, you know, in the bondage of self, there's an action not being bound to self <laughs> all day. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we're in that activity right now. Yes? Yeah. It's almost like a default setting. Well, th th that's the habit of being sober. You change the default setting. Yes. You go... The habit of being sober becomes automatic as a habit. It's not thought about. You don't even have to know when it goes into third gear. It just goes into third gear. Yes? All you know is you're traveling lighter. You don't know how the driving's going. And it's not necessary. You're at the point that you're on the need-to-know basis. Hey, it's traveling lighter. That's it. Yeah? Far out. Yeah? It shifts gears seamlessly. Yeah. That's great. What yes. great that's great relief, Paul. I really appreciate you, man. Thank you. We have oh, a lot. Man, appreciate all you guys. Uh, yeah. You know, 
if 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 your seat assignment is is to be a canary a canary, you gotta sing. So you guys allow me the opportunity to sing, which is very healthy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a couple questions now, and uh, I first want to invite Ann in. She um, sent me a she sent me a chat, and that she'd like to ask a question. So, Ann, one of our panelists, come on in. Hey, Paul. Um, hey. So, I got up this morning, and 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 the videos were still playing in the other room, and it was you. And you were talking, it was, I think, from last night, you were talking about self-forgiveness. And what we were talking about was so incredible as to the fourth step, right? Where we go into that and feel that we have to forgive ourselves. Can you, can you go on that for just a little bit? I think it's really important. Uh, well, I'm not a believer in us forgiving anything. I think we're brought to a state of forgiveness. I don't think it's an act that we do. It's not in it's not in self's uh, program files. Yeah, because self is rooted. It's whole one of its main planks of the story is that you're the doer. So it has us in that frozen picture of us. As, as the doer of some very off-putting things, yes? That's its gallery of fame. It's not going to give up that framing. No. So just like acceptance, I don't think we do acceptance. I think we arrive there. Mm -hmm. So I think forgiveness is more atmospheric in a way than something that's done. So, and... Uh, <laughs> Forgiveness of self is different than self-forgiveness. I don't think uh, I can come to forgive self when I see it's not me. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's much easier to have a, a forgiveness of others because for some weird way, when this stock version you is crowned me, there's a lot expected of it. So you'll, you'll give people a break by being for being an asshole, but you'll never give yourself a break for being an asshole. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I'm not a bull. I'm not a. You know, you fake it until you make it. So you say yes. You in the inventory when you get to the third column, you stop and then you look at everyone and you see them as perhaps sick as you. And there's a basic level of understanding to be forgiving. I don't know how forgiving you are, but it's something we say, yeah? And then hopefully by staying in, under the influence of the program, we'll, we will actually end up there. We will end up in a state of forgiveness, yeah. Yeah, I don't think a lot of shit that people think they're doing are based on doing, yeah? I'm more a believer in you'll be placed in a position of neutrality. I think you'll be placed in a position of acceptance. You'll be placed in a position of forgiveness. I'm more in that camp. Yeah. Yep. 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 And what I thought of when you were, or, or, you know, that just kind of hit me um, because I never felt that, that compulsion to do that. But what really, is related to that is you spoke on um, 
and this is several months ago, you spoke on accountability versus responsibility, right? In, 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 in the actions of the action hero. We have an yeah. accountability for that, but we don't have a responsibility. So what I, you know, for me, if I'm trying to, to, to guide someone and they're concerned about self-forgiveness, that's just, that's, that, that's just fueling thought, you know, yeah, you're not at the point for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. But see, the thing is, this thing is sort of ass, ass backwards. So in my own experience, when I was young, I felt overly responsible for tons of shit. Like if I walked in a room and someone yawned, I thought it was because I walked in the room. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird sense of responsibility. It was extreme. And of course, I went the other way to get relief. So when I got loaded and shit and became a, a knucklehead, no one really expected much from me after a while. They didn't expect me to show up to weddings and shit like that. And probably hoped that I didn't. And so I became totally irresponsible, so to speak, as a way to get out of that completely responsible. So then that doesn't work. So I end up in recovery. And one of the first big waves of recovery is to see your role in things, which my old strategy when I came in, that was the last thing I wanted to do because I felt I had a huge role in everything. So I don't want to look at that at all. So, but you know, I, we, we didn't come here out of virtue. I came here out of circumstances. So begrudgingly, I start looking at the role I have. And then what happens is, so I become responsible again. Yeah. But when I'm taking, when I'm looking at my role through, through the inventory, I see something else's role in my life that I'm not seeing if I'm not looking at my role in things because self's role in things and my role in things are very jumbled up together. So by looking at my role, I see its role. Yeah. So then when I see its role, a large, for, a large amount of the responsibility which is still carried into doing the amends, gets shifted and defined differently to accountability, yeah? which gives me a great relief from all the shit I did while I was under the influence. Because I use the example of my dog taking a shit on the neighbor's lawn, and now I find out by the neighbor that it's been doing it a few times, so he's really pissed off. So I go over there, make amends, I say, listen, yeah, I'm going to walk the dog down another street and I clean up the shit. But when I go home, I don't ruminate for the next 30 years about taking a shit on my neighbor's lawn. I didn't take the shit. Yeah, I'm accountable for the dog because it's my dog, but I didn't take the shit on the lawn. <laughs> so I'm pretty free from the shame and guilt. But what happens with us? We don't see that. So we're living in a lot of shame and guilt that keeps constantly getting like it's a monocrop that keeps getting rotated every year by the selfing. And it cultivates guilt and shame that follows us even after 32 years of sobriety. We're still carrying that shit. Yeah. Why? Because now we're, re we're taking responsibility for shit we weren't responsible for. Yeah. So truly...
the first thing is accountability, but because we're, we're coming into this program like ass backwards, we're walking back, so we have to go through responsibility to get to the accountability. But in fact, we were never responsible for a lot of that shit. We weren't. Yeah? Mm -hmm. I didn't sit and think, oh, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting on all fours tonight and looking for imaginary pieces of cocaine on the rug in front of other people, yeah? No, that I was driven to that, yes? I was driven to a lot of behavior. You can tell me to blue in my face that I'm responsible. I'm not going to believe it. I don't believe it. I, I've seen it, yeah? I was dancing with a gorilla. I was going to stop when the gorilla stopped, yes? So fucking talk to the gorilla if you want. So yeah, I'm accountable. See, but remember, the people in AA in the beginning had four years at or mo at most in, when they wrote the book. More has been revealed. There's another wave after responsibility and it's accountability. And there's more freedom available there. Freedom from the guilt and shame about behavior that you thought you did that you were driven to do. Yeah? Could you imagine? This is what happens. The bondage of self, in, you know, you have the ability to stretch 12 feet. It has you stretching six feet. Yes? So you get relief from alcoholism, but you don't get relief from all the guilt and shame based on the behaviors. Yes? It's always sort of constricting put a little straitjacket, maybe it makes it, you know, puts velour on it so it looks like a dinner jacket, but it's a straitjacket, yes? On and on and on, and you're still feeling, what the fuck? Well, because we're held, we're bound to an image that was long ago, yes? How? By fucking mutated memory. Because self needs to remember itself, to be itself now. It has no origin other than made up in the past and pictured in the future. It it's, it's, comes of us, yeah? So, yeah, so that to me is the responsibility and the accountability. Hey, if you think you can forgive yourself, give it a shot. And then what will happen a half hour later, you will do something that it thinks was wrong and you're fucking in the cell again. Yeah? How, are you going to be perfect after forgiveness? Because that may be the, un, you know, that's the fine print. Yeah? But as soon as you deviate, you're fucked again. You can't win. That's <laughs> ridiculous. It's like a jealous God. Yeah? You're never going to satisfy it. Yeah. Um, see, this is why I can forgive myself, but I'm going to have to be super good the rest of my life. And that good is basically can can be seen from a fucking tyrannical point of view. You're not good enough. All right. Oh, fuck. Yes. Another form of slavery. Now um, I'm, I'm in the slavery of forgiveness. Fuck. Yeah. 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 It's insane, you know. Didn't you have that feeling? When I came in, I, I didn't trust myself as far as I could throw myself. Yeah, you know, I was totally riddled with doubt. 
a huge faith in doubt. And so basically my first four or five years of sobriety was a self-imposed probation, really. I had to be good. It was all right. That's what was necessary. But it wasn't necessary for the rest of my life. But at that point, it had such a conviction, and I was under that sentence that I was bad, I had to be good to get a little break. Because it had the control of the, the windows and the curtains. It was... It was Oh, I'll let a little light in. <laughs> but then I'd do something stupid and I'd be back to zero again. It was, it, was, it was like trying to get to Nebraska on a treadmill. I'm never going to arrive there. The more walking, I don't go anywhere. That's slavery to me. Yeah? So, yeah, do what you need to do, but... I, I just, my whole basis of the program is... That sense of powerlessness. I can't run on my own fumes. I'm not managerial quality. I don't care what's going on. How I feel about it is I feel directed by something other than self. Because I know it doesn't feel like when I was directed by self. And I have my own made-up world. And in that made-up world... There's a power that's greater than me that's doing for me what I can't do for myself. And I see it, it's available for every one of us here with no requirement necessary other than giving up our requirements about it and realizing that it's always available at all time. So right wherever I am, there it is. So that has become an incredible assurance or reliability in this life that's volatile and changes all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, in one sense, you can say that's made up, but hey, this whole place is made up. I love the intimacy. There's a great uh, strain of Sufism, yeah, Sufism, yeah. that uh, Rumi comes from, and a guy, Hafiz, and these people, and they like to call the higher power what we call the beloved, yeah? So they play with it. They know they're in and of it, but they make it the beloved and they feel, yes, something is doing for them what they can't do for yourselves. That's a great fucking feeling to be in here. I, I feel, yeah, because that it's all rooted in the, the, the genesis of Paul being recovered. I got struck fucking sober. Something did for me what I couldn't do, what my mother couldn't do, what the state couldn't do. What all the pleading and all the praying couldn't do, something did for me what I couldn't do for myself. That's the origin of my religion. That's it. That's the Genesis story. It is. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's it. That was it. <laughs> and uh, Basically, that's been the theme of the 33 years almost now. What do I expand on? Just that. I expand on what I can't do for myself. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And more gets revealed. I see what I'm not. I see the potentiality of alcoholism. I see the beginning of a mental fuck it. And I bring it to step six and seven. And I ask that power to reconfigure that rope because I know what the self's going to do. It's going to turn it into a noose. 
while the rope while the higher power will use it as for some constructive point yeah so here i'm like a giant natural resource i've given over to better management yeah use it so now my factory doesn't manufacture a misery anymore it used to it doesn't so don't tell me i was the manufacturer of my own problems i wasn't i'm a facility that a lot of shit can be manufactured through it matters who's running the facility <laughs> yeah so you know whatever's manufacturing shit now in my life it ain't misery yeah it ain't vindictiveness it ain't revenge it ain't resentment it ain't it ain't anxiety yeah <laughs> it ain't it'll be better in the future it ain't that none of that it's now okay yeah oh yeah so <laughs> as long as i stay under that new employer who now is the only employer there's no memory of the old employer <laughs> there's only one employer I be I'm put to good use and I'm put and you're put to good use and yeah. You know, maybe the best I can do is do less harm. That's incredible. Yeah. So yeah. you become of service. I'm not going out in my way to do service anymore, but I'm of service, yes. Well, yeah, this is service, so yeah. yeah. I'm of service and big service. Yeah. That's of sobriety yeah i used to do service to get relief i don't do service to get relief i do service because i'm in relief <laughs> and i'd like to share it <laughs> because i feel like i i saw why there wasn't relief <laughs> and i see now why there is relief and so mm -hmm. yeah, i rather describe <laughs> what 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 blocks the relief yeah. i don't need to describe what enjoys the relief i think you just rather enjoy it yeah but what's blocking the relief i like to describe so that we see it as not us yeah yeah so yeah yeah thanks paul i'm not going to try and I, I hope i touched upon it whatever I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get take this clip and send it to people that can't, that can't do that. You know, that that can't seem to get past that. Yeah, well, that's all you need sometimes is a possibility. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's why the idea of new ideas they 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 uh, allow new possibilities that mm -hmm. bring about a new understanding. And maybe a, a clearer seeing. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And watch out for that contempt prior to investigation that we're warned about. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. I mean, I didn't come up with this. Something struck me, oh, that's and then more shit. It showed me stuff. It showed me a lot, and I saw it. And then something that was so personal and intimate and completely camouflaged came out in the open, and the emperor had no clothes. And I saw it as a mechanical activity that all this shit that I was seemed, seemed to be the doer of, I had nothing to do with, yeah? 
if you've put cocaine in me, I could write the story of what's going to happen. There's no volition or anything in that. You put peace in me. I can write the I can write the script. Yeah. Now I have the ability to enjoy it. And therefore I do. Yeah. And I honor and I'm grateful that for that possibility. I can't I couldn't see peace is one of the greatest aspects of my day. Yeah. I'm not running around looking for it. I'm enjoying it. Fuck, it's great. Yeah. I am so, and you know, it's funny, life conspired. Because I would have probably lived in a closet my, for my life. I probably would have, but life has moved me out and put me in a very nice place with this incredible yard. And I just get lost in it. And, and I have the ability to enjoy what it's offering. And uh, it's so incredibly quiet here. And uh, yeah, peace is just, uh, peace can be taken with everything else. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It goes good with every meal. <laughs> it really, it really does. Yeah. It does. And, 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 and through all of this, you know, it, it goes, it goes from these little snippets of peace of mind and it's in it and it becomes like a piece away from mind, right? It's yeah. it's away from. It's not yeah. of. No, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Something else has taken, you know, your broadcasting frequency. Mm-hmm. You're getting clear messages, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And all attributed to the see. I, I'm super positive that that getting struck sober and that surrender would have dissipated in two days unless I was introduced to AA. For for it to extend in the in the petri dish that I was representing, it needed a way of life. The, con- the underlying conditions and causes had to be recovered or had to be changed for that to extend into a life of sobriety. And I was lucky that morning that thing occurred and that night I was at my first meeting based on a idea that I a lady made a deal that I could stay at her house if I went to it. That's why I went to the first meeting. As we were talking about, it had nothing to do with virtue. It had to do with circumstance. But something happened in that meeting. I met what I needed with that a way of life that was essential to me was introduced to me that night. And I've been going ever since. Yeah. 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 So, the only, you know, the overall re- response is honor and gratitude. I just, I'm just amazed. Uh, you know, just amazed at it. Because I had no idea what it could be like. I only knew trying to get out of self, really, at all costs. That's all I really knew. And I had no idea what was available 
you know, that door was so small and uh, the, the future was not bright, yeah? And yet AA opened it up and just, you know, yeah, just uh, it broadened my horizons, yeah? All my old ideas came up for a review, really, and they needed to be altered. They did, yeah? And the oldest idea was Paul. Yeah. yeah. The the oldest idea is the idea that you have all these old ideas. That was the where the real shift occurs. Yeah. Then I don't care about old ideas. They come and go. They're not mine, thank God. When they're yours, they have some influence. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, very happy here today. Awesome. Thank you, Paul. We have uh we have a very patient Participant in our group today, Bev. Bev, you've been very patient. You have a question for Paul. Please come on in. I'll ask you to unmute. Thank you for your patience. Hey, Paul. Um, hello to everybody else, too. Um, you may have answered some of my question. I don't know. Um, so I've been active in AA now for a couple of months, thanks to you and Anne. Hi, Anne. Um, and I, I really have been enjoying a lot of freedom from all kinds of things. But I'm working through the, the steps. Um, and I'm on step four with my sponsor. And, and prior to that, you know, the, the surrender, I've I feel so um, ready for that surrender part. Like, I feel like I really did that and am doing that almost on a minute by minute basis. But as I'm doing step four and I'm not near done, but it's, it's coming out that I just have a real issue with trust um, of just about anything. And like, it's almost like even trusting the higher power, I guess, would be part of that. And, and like something the last couple of weeks, <clears throat> it's like I feel um, almost like this impending doom, which is crazy because I went from like almost elated, like I, it was like that true, like being born again, almost thing was happening. And I didn't really understand it. I knew it wasn't of me. I knew that it was the higher power totally working in my life. Um, you know, and, and it all started with this drinking thing, but now it's really not drinking. It's everything else that led to drinking. And, um, but like, I've got this fear all of a sudden of, like something really bad happening. Can I jump in? Okay. That's, that's the disease's reaction. I mean, and I, I feel like I know that. And so then I'm giving that up to the higher power and just like acknowledging that it's the lower power stealing my joy. and Exactly. And, and also when you say you don't trust anything, you're trusting in that. What? The lower power? That you don't trust anything is coming from that failed system and you're trusting that. But like, real quick, I know I, I don't want to take too much time, but um, so 
my son just had his first baby, he and his wife yesterday. And we didn't know this until later, but I kind of figured that something was odd going on. And it, you know, it turned out that she had to have this emergency C-section because things were getting really dicey, right? And so he was telling, and everything's good by the way, but um, as he was telling me this, it's like I had this unbelievable, it was just like choking me that it's like, I don't think I can handle it if something bad happens. And I know something bad's gonna happen eventually, but it's like, I can't trust even this higher power to get me through what might happen, which is like totally fucking with my head and my everything well didn't it just get you through this with you with this birth well yeah but but like there you go you start honoring those demonstrations and you'll you'll uh against all your little pro protestations you'll see you'll learn that you can face life successfully yeah but there'll be sometimes there's a big begrudgingness of the disease it doesn't want to acknowledge it yeah and that's the faith in the disease you're seeing you're just observing something playing out yeah but it's you're like i never used to be this worrier watching a system that seems to feel it's under threat now fucking acting out it's great I mean, you're starting to see the emperor with no clothes it was your trust that gives it the clothes, yeah. This is part, every one of us go through this, hun, yeah? Because we come in this program of recovery having great faith in that which is talking to us in our head, yeah? We're trusting this finite idea of Paul, which is infected with alcoholism. It's It's got a very myopic, very very uh, hallucinogenic view of shit, yeah? So now it's starting to put out its sirens because there's been a solution that has been introduced into the mix and it's reacting. It doesn't respond, it reacts, yeah? And you're watching a little bit of it, of the battle in a certain way, of when you're moving out of the gravitational pull of self into the gravitational pull of the infinite. This is what happens. Sometimes when you're moving out, there'll be jerks. The old gravitation is trying to jerk you back. Yeah? That's what it does. Every one of us has been on this ride. Because when you're moving from one way to another, in a weird way, you're going to hear from both. One speaks in silence. The other one speaks on this fucking same old, same old golden oldie. It fucking just starts spinning the old golden oldie records, yeah? <laughs> Tries to turn up the volume to lead you to a fuck it before you get recovered. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I mean, as, as far as just dealing with that, it, it's just something I've never really even experienced before because I've never been a worrier. And it's just like all of a sudden I'm... Worried, yes, you know. but you're not worrying. It's worrying. Okay. The system that's living in you, that's not, it, it may be of you, but its stance is not of you. 
and you're watching it from some other point finally yeah so in my like in my prayers like in the morning it's just like i i don't want to um and i do have gratitude for the like the things that i'm recognizing that are not of me you know i mean it, it happens all day long i see it but it's still i still have like this weird shadow that's kind of just not letting me go completely free and i'm just like i want to be so free i'm just oh i want to be so free months, you have four months in the recovery process yeah two two months so you're still a, you're still on the operating table you're not ready to get up yet yeah okay yeah and then this is what the head does it has you believe that you'll never be able to deal with something that's actually not happening. So you sort of be, you're in the act of tithing anxiety now, you know, hoping to keep the big thing you're really afraid of. That's fucking slavery. It is. It's making me crazy. Yeah. So now you've seen it. And now just keep doing what we do in AA, sharing it. And, uh, and, <laughs> just do not drink and do not use yeah no 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 i don't feel that way i don't i don't feel like i'm going to drink or use but it's it's almost sometimes it's almost worse because everything will else will pass yes okay all this stuff is getting reconfigured so what's happening is the face that you've only ever seen is getting moved yeah and now a new face is going to start to appear yeah yeah and the old face is bitching and yelling because it doesn't, it needs, it needs your attention. It needs yeah. it's a parasite. It has to have you. You don't have to have it. And it's had you acting the other way. It's convinced you you're it and you're totally essential. But now you're seeing it and it's not essential. <laughs> it's the skin on the snake been telling you that it's the whole snake. No, you're going to be so much a better snake when the skin, old skin drops off. Yeah. <laughs> but honey, you're in good hands. Work with the person you're working with. Just stay on the course. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. This thing is truly freedom from the bondage of self. You're describing a lot of stock versions of bondage of self so yeah it's great i'm not yeah. i'm not unique really no no <laughs> <laughs> thank you paul your expression will be incredibly unique oh now, yes you're more of an individual when you realize you're not an individual <laughs> funny that way yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, you be, you're a real character after a while. <laughs> so nice to see you, honey. It's nice been watching you for the few months. It's great. Thank you. Have a great day. Yes. And remember, other people can see what's happening in you more than you can at times. So... When someone who you respect tells you you're getting much better, fucking believe it. You are. Yeah. Okay. Great.
Uh, so, Paul, we have another question from our from our participants here. She says she's driving right now and would like us to ask the question for her. So it was in chat. Here it is. If selfing and all its manifestations is alcoholism, is the things I'm using to feel a different way? So if I'm self-centered to the core, that's not me, but more a list of behaviors. Thank you. Wow. Well, first of all, you're not self-centered to the core. Yeah. There's an option in there called self-centeredness that's jealous of any other option. Yeah, so when you try to bring a new option in, it claims the other option, neuters it, and makes it another form of self-centeredness, or attempts to, let's say, yes? All right. I don't mean, what was the other stuff that you said? So, uh, um, is the things I'm using to feel a different way, and are these manifestations of alcoholism? The selfing, the manifestations of alcoholism. That the manifestations of alcoholism may occur with the things you're using, but the things they're using themselves aren't. I mean, watching, you know, binging on a Netflix show, yeah, can be just fine. It may be the appropriate thing to do, yes? It's what's the, it's the feeling before things that gives the things the meanings they have, yes? So I don't know what she's doing to you to get you know if she's shooting coke well yes that will probably <laughs> lead to some other situations so i don't i don't know what she's specifically doing but everybody does all day we take little we check out every once in a while yeah right yeah so fucking uh there was a great master a great master uh, called nizagadada maharaj and some of his Western people would always bitch about, he smoked a lot, you know? And they says, why are you smoking? What is and he says, hey, give the body a bone, you know what I mean? Fuck. What's <laughs> with this fucking thing? Yeah. You know, I don't look at every motive behind everything anymore because I'm not doing much shit that needs a surveillance, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entering banks thinking of robbing them. I'm entering a thrift store looking for a shirt or something. I don't, you know, it's sort of like, uh, yeah, there's not a, <laughs> keep an eye on him. You know, this is something I like to share. When I was young, uh, this blew my mind. I was about 12 years old, I think, 11 or 12. And I was starting to feel like, you know, girls and stuff. And I used to go to this big mall in Long Island. And one time I went to the mall and, you know, my mother and I, I was the last one at the, with my mom. We weren't rich. We didn't have money or anything. So I, I went there and uh, I went into a store and I tried on some pants and I put my pants over them. And then I try to walk out with the pants, yes? Now, I got stopped before I made the front door. And the guy took me upstairs, and they called up, you know, the police, whatever, and they were doing writing a report. And I was just sitting there. And the report was, uh, 
person entered the store at 12, surveillance started at 12.01. I was like, wait a minute. They thought I was going to steal the pants before I even thought of stealing the pants. <laughs> it was a very, it really caught me. I was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I hadn't even thought of stealing the pants, I don't think, at that point. But they were watching me. <laughs> now, that that energy isn't, you know, I'm not demanding surveillance anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but okay i am um, sure. I, I i get that i totally get that but at like say 15 16 years of sobriety were you like did you have to be more like i don't know i just i find it's not drinking anymore it's just other stuff and it's like of course it's trying to leak out but you know there yeah. are there are severities of the ways it leaks out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. being yeah. present idea which is exhausting, you know, having to be present uh, all the time. It's just not well, something, I, mean, I guess, I'm a share something with you. This is truth. This is true for me anyway. This idea, the mental state has us believing we can be out of something we can't be out of, which is the moment, yeah? There may be tons of different conditions in a moment, but we're never out of the moment, yeah? So this whole idea of getting, I have to be in the moment, you can just relax because you can't be out of the moment, yeah? Maybe that will help. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that demands on you and then there's a belief that you really them, and then produces an irritability restless and then you start eating for the sake of getting out of something yes or doing you know that's when it gives meaning to stuff but it's not the act eating a piece of cake it's the it's what's what's before it it's the head yeah so it has us yeah has us fundamentally trying to get into what we can't be out of and trying to get out of what we can't be in. So we're trying to get out of self. We can't be in that. And we're trying to get into the moment, which we can't be out of. Yeah. It's a weird, bizarre world it lives in. And it has, you know, it's feeding us an interpretation based on this premise. Yeah. Yeah. It's messed up. Just come, just come to the talks if you have the time, and uh, you know yeah, stuff. I, will I get do in. come and I listen to the website. Stuff will get in there, and then your understanding will change, and you'll start noticing you're holding things differently. Yeah, because things are gonna come in, in and out, but it's how you're holding it is. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Mike. Yeah, that's all the that's all our questions for today, Paul. Oh, great, great. Uh, well, let's say good hello and goodbye to everyone. Okay. Uh, there's Nina, who I call Tina, and Mina. There's Nina. Nice to see you lot the other night, honey. It's great, very great. We got Raven from uh, British Columbia. Kurt, 
always redondo we got uh isabel isabel in amsterdam nice to see you isabel we got carl carl from savannah i think carl is going to start taking over the the uh, platform god help us all we got carl m 